Hi, this is Jennifer. Welcome to episode eight of the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I have been a contract corporate flight attendant for over five years. I give you guys the brutally honest truth of this job and this industry, as you always know. I have a book available. I do not repeat information between the book and the podcast. So just look in the show notes to buy the book. You can always email me too. I just want to encourage you to email me at freespiritpodcasts, that's with an S, at gmail.com. If you have any topic suggestions, episode suggestions, if you have any questions about the industry, I am always ready and willing to answer. Let's move on with the show. My COVID industry update. The largest management company in Teterboro, Teterboro, New Jersey, which is the hub of aviation. I'm not going to say the name of the company, but I found out that they are not even looking to interview contractors for accounts until January 2021. That's two and a half months away. What does that mean for you if you're a newbie? That means most likely that you might have to lay low for the next two and a half months because people may not be hiring. And even if they start hiring or interviewing in January, they're probably going to interview and hire more experienced people. Your time will come. As I talked about in a previous episode, one of the biggest companies in the U.S. opened their flight department their private flight department during COVID. So that's a big deal. So I do see some of these companies that have done really well during COVID opening that private flight department. And that just means more jobs. So definitely stay focused, research as much as you can about the industry, listen to this podcast, ask me questions if you'd like, and of course, always buy my book. All right, moving on to the tip of the week, which we always have. Last week's episode, I gave you the tip of checking the water tanks. When you go on the plane for the first time, you are going to look at the entertainment system and you're going to make sure the water tanks are full. If you haven't heard last week's episode, definitely after this one, go back because it's an important one for all of you and you're gonna love the information. So while you're in that entertainment system, and by the way, I am 42, almost 43 years old, and I can easily work the entertainment system. Don't lose sleep over it. If you're older than me, you'll be fine. If you're younger than me, especially in your 20s, it's gonna be a breeze like working an iPad. So no reason to stress about it. You go into the entertainment system, and you also find the water heaters and you make sure that they are on. And all it is is a click of a button. It's not a big deal. Once they are on, you make sure in all the sinks, in the galley, which is your small kitchen, and in the labs, which are your bathrooms, you make sure the sinks are running warm water. So when you test out the faucet, don't just jam it on and open it all the way. Just little small trickles, just a little stream, Make sure it goes to warm to hot and you're good. While you're in the labs, and this is vital, make sure the toilets flush with water. 
most likely if they put the sanitation chemical in that water will be blue it'll be a bright blue but I've seen the sanitation chemicals clearer I've seen them a little bit yellowish it just depends but if something doesn't look right the toilets not flushing the water's not getting hot whatever's happening definitely talk to the pilots and especially the mechanic before you take off and do it in a nice way because maybe the mechanic forgot something and you definitely don't want to call him or her out in front of the chief pilot or the director of aviation especially so just you know say it in a really easy breezy cool way hey I'm not sure what's going on but I can't get the hot water to work that's how you say it and you'll make them happy let's go in to this week's topic which has so been on my mind because of my other podcasts we're going to be discussing freedom next week so I thought this would be a really good topic to discuss and it affects all of us corporate flight attendants no matter how awesome we are suppressing your voice in regard to freedom of expression in this industry when you become that corporate flight attendant, you will find that you can't use your voice a lot when you want what I would call freedom of expression. For example, you have the bad guys, okay? Bad guys meaning passengers that aren't so wonderful, passengers that are a little bit rude and a little bit disrespectful. Now, again, I'm not talking about anything over the top where someone's grabbing your ass or or something like that. That's a whole nother scenario. But for the most part, these people are paying, you know, $10,000 an hour to rent this aircraft or they are doing a trip that's going to cost them a quarter of a million dollars. They expect great service and they also expect people not to talk back or not to have a story or not to really communicate with them. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's all they want to hear. And if they're rude and disrespectful, sometimes you have to take it. A lot of the times you just have to take it with it. I understand. I apologize. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It's not fun after years of doing it. Now, the second scenario is these passengers are great or this owner is great. They're nice people, you can communicate with them to a certain point, but still, I'm gonna warn you right now that the rich, from what I've observed, they are taught to ignore servants. And I apologize if that offends you in any way, shape, or form, saying the word servants, but you have to get used to that because that's what we are. That's all we are to them is servants. So they have this ability to, (laughs) I would say, completely ignore you. And you'll find that it's really evident even if they are very nice. Here are my two examples. I was on a trip with a major movie producer. If I said his name, all of you would know it. I'm not going to say his name. And his family to Hawaii. In Hawaii, the catering can be a pain in the ass because when you go from one island to another island you're not allowed to bring fruit and vegetables from that island or juice or anything like that so you have to throw it out and order it on the other island and it makes it a pain especially if they don't have it and a lot of times these catering companies are an hour and a half away so if they forgot it then you're without it the food inspector comes on the plane and they make sure you have no plants 
or fruits or vegetables coming in from that previous island. I had to explain this to a producer. I started to explain it to him. I would say about seven words in and keep in mind I I was only going to speak two sentences to him to explain the situation because he wanted to know why we were delayed and he just completely ignored me and went back to his laptop and started typing and you have to get used to it that's what a lot of these people are like even if they're nice my second example is these really nice people I used to fly with they are billionaires or billionaire family and they're very sweet they're so nice that the owner actually would say to me, when you're done with service, please sit down, read a book, look at your phone. I don't want you standing the whole time, which is rare. He's very nice. But if you try to engage with them any more than really a yes or no, they would completely ignore you. They brought their dog onto the plane and they made a comment to me about the dog. And I made a comment back or I started to completely started to talk over me. I believe it's not rudeness. I don't think they're being rude. I think part of it is they don't even understand what they're doing because again, they just see you as a servant. They have so many servants that you're kind of white noise to them. That's the best way to explain it. And of course, that's part of the job. And I know you guys, me saying this to you, you're saying, okay, that's part of the job. But after years of doing this, it's tough because it is taking away your freedom of expression. It is taking away your voice. So I have three remedies for this situation, okay? The first one is you have to evaluate, is this the right career for you? Because remember, even with the nice people, you will still have to suppress your voice. You will still have to suppress your freedom of expression. I had a friend read my book where I go into this in depth and also how to talk to these people and how to communicate with them. And she said to me, there is no way in hell I would do your job. She said, I could not stand there while someone's being rude to me or someone's talking over me or someone's ignoring me. You have to decide if you're not that person that can take this all the time and take years of this, I wouldn't recommend this industry. So really think about that. Number two, If you want to be a full-timer, you need to find the right account where, yes, you're going to have to do this, but not as much. And if you can find that balance where, okay, I'm suppressing my voice, but I'm not suppressing it 100% of the time, maybe 40% of the time, and you're okay with that, then great. If you're a contractor, and even if you're a full-timer, but I'm just saying contractor because you have more time on your hands, if you're a contractor, I really urge you to engage in an expressive outlet, an outlet where you can express yourself creatively. For example, if you're into the arts, look at me. I'm a writer. I'm now writing my fifth book. I am a podcaster. That's how I'm getting out my voice. I'm doing it creatively. Maybe the arts don't speak to you and you love sports. So you can, for example, coach on the weekends coach when you can if you're not going to be there every weekend but you know coach a little league or a soccer team where people can hear your voice and you have that expressive outlet if anyone is into the metaphysical and you guys know if you follow me that I have a second podcast called two enlightened bitches 
And in that podcast, we talk about the metaphysical in an irreverent and fun way. If anyone knows the seven energy centers of the body, which are called the chakras, the throat is responsible for creativity and expression. And I found out that Mayan was imbalanced or it was closed. And I linked it to not being able to express myself when I wanted at the times I wanted. So opening that creative outlet and writing and podcasting really has helped me. That's been a huge benefit. And that's why I urge people to do it because you don't think it takes a toll on you, but it does. If you work at McDonald's, if someone's rude to you, you can't be rude back. But imagine that's heightened times about a million because this person paid that much for their aircraft or they paid that much for this service. You really can't do it. So it does take a toll on you after a while. My third remedy is if it's not for you or if you find that you've been doing it for years and you don't want to do it anymore, leave the job find something else to do, or if you're a full-timer, move to contract. I'll give you the example of Below Deck. I told you in one of my previous episodes, highly recommend watching Below Deck. The chief stew position is very, very similar to what you're going to do on a plane. The long-running chief stewardesses are Hannah and Kate from regular Below Deck and Below Deck Med, and you'll see that they're in their late 30s, and by the end, they're done. And both of them are not coming back to Below Deck, and they said they'd not, because they've been in the industry so long, and you can tell they've taken so much shit, and they've lost their freedom of expression and just their freedom of schedule and everything, that they're done. And I understand where they're coming from. There's only so many times where you can suck it up and say, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and it not drive you insane. So if it's just really getting to you and you're not happy, think about moving on to another career. That is my topic today. If you have any questions on that, definitely look in the show notes to get my book. It's only $15. I've gotten great reviews. Find me on my other podcast at Two Enlightened Bitches. When you see the image of a red wine glass, you are in the right place email me at freespiritpodcast, that's with an S, at gmail.com. And that's about it for today. Until next week, happy flying.